Nick, you know, normally we start these podcasts uh, with The Lowdown by Boss Ganks. Yeah, I mean, it's actually, you're, I mean, this is a little uh, behind the behind the curtain. It's probably still going to play as we're talking right here because I'm going to well, edit it. Well, hold on now. Here's this week's episode. What if instead it starts and it begins right here? With that David Guietta DJ mix with the like, I have a dream. Shout out this man, shout out his family. I mean, what if we try to contend with Fortnite? Uh, uh, in, in with the famous uh, August 20th Martin Luther King Jr. week that everyone is so famous, famously knows about. You know what I mean? I have trouble finding the original video of that. It's what David Guetta saying that? Yeah, Geta. David Geta is his name. And uh, I have trouble finding the original video. There's one where it plays the hamster dance, not the actual song, because he bobs and it's like the same BPM. Yeah, and it's very hard to find the actual song. Why? How, How is that clip not living in infamy? I don't know. I don't know. Well, if people don't know what we're referencing, this week, uh, the incredibly popular Battle Royale uh, shooting game, Fortnite, you know, they, they once had like a marshmallow concert inside of Fortnite. Travis well, this Scott time, concert. They, they recreated, what, what other concert did they have? Travis Scott. They did a Travis Scott. Travis it was Scott. awesome. You can, you, dude, you can be Travis Scott in the game. There's a Travis Scott skin. Yeah. It's awesome. Travis Scott... I don't like using this phrase. Like, I don't, I don't use it often. I, I think it's like one of those like cliched played out things. But Travis Scott is like, uh, okay, everybody, you're going to have to deal with me. Uh, we're going to get to this very soon. But uh, LD is running on, on fumes here. He's had a long weekend. My brain isn't firing in all synapses as it normally is. So give me a second here. What is that word, Nick? It's like, or that term, it's like, it's like a fake person. It's like, oh, that person was an industry plant. Industry plant. I think Travis Scott's an industry plant. Tell me something about Travis Scott. That's actually, that's not a bad take. I actually, I don't think that's a bad take. He was created uh, in the lab to be trendy. Yeah, I don't know why he's the beacon of, of men's fashion either. I think he dresses cool, but like, I, I mean. All right, also, who, like, isn't ASAP Rocky just a cooler Travis Scott? Yeah, he's cooler. He's better at rapping. He, he's definitely, he's definitely cool. I guess it's because he also is in with the Kardashians too. Mm-hmm. And he has yeah, him and Kylie have the baby. I don't know. Wait, the baby's related to Kylie. <laughs> they have a baby. Oh, no, you said the baby, but um, no, the baby. Anyway, Louisiana. Yes, on Fortnite, they rebuilt the 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 National Mall in in Washington with with like the the Abraham Lincoln Memorial and the Washington Monument and that big that big lake, the like Mirror Lake. I don't know, like, it's not even a league, it's like a pool. I think they call it a pool, but, like, you know, it's very, very man-made. It looks like a, a fountain. Yeah. Why Why? Why is that thing so iconic? Also, I said the baby is from Louisiana. He is not from Louisiana. He's from North Carolina. Um, How'd that get, I, how did the baby's home location? I, I said it, and then I didn't want it, I didn't want anyone to be, like, a, a, I didn't want any rap geniuses to, like, tweet at me. So, I, I, yeah, no, he's from North Carolina, I believe. Charlotte, whatever Charlotte's from. No, Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. Okay, I believe he's from North Carolina. Player country. Okay. Uh, glad that we got that cleared up. Yeah, uh, clear up for me why the, the, that big 
ass pool at the the National Museum is so famous? Oh, I don't know. You definitely, you definitely can't swim in it. No, oh, well, I mean obviously, but I mean, anyway. what the fuck's the point of a pool if you can't swim in it? So you just got this giant, this reenactment of Washington D.C. And then you've just got a giant virtual big screen projector. And it's just MLK giving the I have a dream speech. Here's what I want to know. Do you think Fortnite at first was like, why don't we virtually make it MLK to give this speech on a virtual stage? And then they were like, hey, well, that, that's in, we can't, can't have the, can't, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, why is there not an MLK skin if there was a Travis Scott skin? Um, I can tell you why there's not an MLK skin, because that would be in terrible taste. And they actually did, they did clear it with his, it was cleared by his estate, which is, I I did a lot of research on this today when you said we were going to talk about it on the pod. So it was cleared with his estate, which is very interesting. Um, So they clearly wanted to do it and they, they had obviously seen the end product. I think that they were trying to just like, I think that the intention might've been good. I also think it could have just been a giant thing to get people talking about Fortnite. I mean, I'm always talking about Fortnite. I love Fortnite. I haven't heard you talk about Fortnite in years. I play Fortnite all the time. Oh, you guys play like Apex Legends now. I've ne- I don't even I don't even know what that is. I play Fortnite and Madden. That's it. All the guys play Apex Legends now. No, no. they don't invite me to do anything. Keep talking about MLK. I gotta sneeze real quick. Uh, so it was cleared with his estate. So his his family obviously thought yeah, this it, was, it wasn't in poor taste. I don't know. I thought it was in kind of poor. I thought it was in poor taste. Obviously. But, well, I know that the idea was to be educational. Like, yeah. I don't think there was any, you know, obviously besides, like, like they weren't selling an MLK thing. Like, it, it was part of the, the game, and there was, like, some diversity museum involved. There was. There was actually, like, little mini games that you could play to learn stuff. I don't know. I think which that... Which led to the greatest tweet I've ever seen, which was, like, uh, I'm inside of the virtual MLK museum learning about boycotts and, and, and movements during the civil rights movement that I never even heard of. And then I look to my left and right and Batman and, and, and the Grimace from, from McDonald's are standing on either side of me and all illusions of this being educational are shattered. They should have turned off skins and emotes. I know that they turned off like uh, L dance emote. That video with the man yeah. with Justice Rick Sanchez dancing during the Eye of a Dream speech is hysterical. They should have turned That's off an upsell. You know those you know those memes that it's like if you gave a little medieval child a warhead, their like head ex- would explode like a sour candy. Yeah. I'm convinced that if you showed that video to somebody from like the 1970s, like somebody after MLK died, but long before our current era, they would immediately pour gasoline on themselves and drop a match. Dude, like, was that just random old people right now? They'd probably be like, what the fuck does this mean? Think about trying to explain it to your grandparents or your parents, even. And the part that nobody's talking about is why did they just drop this in the middle of August? That oh, that's what MLK has a national holiday. (laughs) There is a Black History Month, and I'm not acting like you know we can only celebrate Black people in the month of February. You can only talk about MLK on MLK Day. But if a video game is randomly going to drop this giant. MLK themed civil rights project. You'd think they'd they'd yeah. pick a day besides you know August twenty first to do this. 
I think it was Friday. I think it was Friday. No, no, it wasn't Friday. I, think, I don't know. It was like last week. I really that was funny. Very funny. Very funny. I agree. Oh, man. All right. Well, I got my phone here with the categories for the topics for today's show, but we're starting with a story. LD upload a video to, to, to the internet this weekend around three o'clock in the morning. LD was involved in a brouhaha this weekend. LD's not a troublemaker. Nick, Nick, give the people a little background of me. I'm a man with a, of a calm, of a calm mindset. Am I not? I wouldn't say you're like you're, you're like uh, you're like you know you're, you're like Gandhi, but I wouldn't say you're. What's I that mean? Say, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say you go. I wouldn't say at all. You go out looking for fights or anything. But I wouldn't say. I mean, you 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 don't mind. You don't mind a verbal alter, altercation. Sorry, I have a cut on my tongue. You don't mind a verbal altercation, but it never it never is like a pissing contest of bro, I'll fuck you up, bro, and that shit never happens. Well, dude, so so. LD and a couple of his friends down in Wildwood, we're down in Wildwood, New Jersey, right? And and it's Friday. We go out to the bars and, and we're bar hopping a little bit. This is really honestly the best like bar experience uh, I've had since like COVID. Just where like we, we could go from one spot to the other. Every place was like crowded in terms of being fun, but not too crowded where you're packed. And so it's me. It's my friend Rack. It's my friend, Alec, and then somebody that I'm not going to call a friend. They're, they're Nick, they're producer Nick's friend. Producer Nick and this man are, are like, are like best buddies, but this is a, an enemy of mine. Uh, he's a uh, lot like, I mean, this is ridiculous. He's not what's, an enemy. What's the name of that guy from, uh, from the silence of the Hannibal Lecter. He's if you guys can think of like a Hannibal Lecter style man, but with like a larger, shinier head. This is our friend named Clyde. He's very much so Lucas's friend. I don't know why. No, he's... no, no. Menace to society. I've never, I've it, never. This is the bit society. he's doing. Oh, okay. Well, tell me this. Did our friend Clyde not used to be a lot more normal? Yeah, he did used to be a lot more normal. But so, so did I. I mean, like everybody kind of, I mean, not everybody, but. Oh, well, am I not good at calling out Clyde's transgressions his difficulties his, his 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 issues no i would say you're great at it okay so we go to this bar and we're at this bar and we're having a good time ld's ld's definitely very drunk but he you know he, he didn't throw up that night nothing nothing crazy like 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 honestly one of those great drunks where, you, where you're really enjoying yourself but you're not feeling too bad you're not like out of control or anything like that the next thing i know i hear a, a noise like a the thud. And I look up, and a guy and a girl have fallen off of a bar stool. Uh, and I want to make this clear. They weren't, they weren't dancing up on the stool. They weren't, you know, twerking on the stool. They weren't pull, having a chicken fight on the stools. Like, like you know, chicken. we're out drinking, whatever. They, they fall on the ground. They hit the ground with a hard thud. On their way down, the girl bumped into some guy. This guy turned. And just starts swinging. This man, you would have thought uh, somebody shot him, like a gunshot went off in the bar the way this man turned and reacted. He literally grabbed the woman uh, by, by like her, her arm and her neck and just, the only way I can describe it, ragdolls this woman. 
just flings her across the bar. The entire bar. It's like a record stopped. You know what I mean? Oh, I can imagine I, so. Men started swarming this ne'er-do-well, like white blood cells attacking a virus in the human body. You know, if you've ever seen, go to YouTube after, or pause the podcast here, ladies and gentlemen, go to YouTube and look up um, the worker the wor- worker bees and the wasp queen, all right? It's this video, this documentary, there's a video of it on YouTube. These giant killer wasps go into this beehive and the wasps, so much bigger, can like eat the bees, but the bees swarm the wasp and they overheat the wasp and the wasp like melts. Bro, men started flying at this man. Like, like he stormed the gates of Stalingrad, you know? But the first person to make it to the scene of the crime was an undercover bouncer. And the undercover bouncer was like, wait a minute, there was just some big commotion, guy and a girl, a physical contact. I know what I gotta do. This man just German suplexes the girl. He went full Brock Lesnar on this poor, poor girl. So me and my friends, we jump into action. So our diabolical, insane acquaintance of mine, very good friend of Nick's, Clyde, he just aims up on, uh, he just aims up on the guy who committed the original sin, like like an old cartoon character being like, why I oughta, why I oughta, like, like winding up, winding up, like Popeye raising a sleeve and just pops this guy one good right in the jaw. <laughs> what? I'm going to pause it here for a second. I'm going to just give a quick, I'm going to give a quick thing. Uh, I have a boxing like set up in my basement where like I, I teach myself how to box and he, he comes here sometimes and he, uh, he, he, he hits the bag and I'll tell you what, he hits pretty hard. Like that, I, I, when you say he cocked back and swung, like that makes me think like that was probably a good hit. That probably made good. He's, he, he hits the bag very well. And I can imagine that that was a good hit. And I'm very, very – also, I want to get this out of the way. Before, I'm very proud of you guys for this. I'm very proud of you guys for doing the right thing here. A lot of people could have laughed. I was very proud of him, and I was kind of excited to jump no, on. No, I'm proud of you, too. No, I'm proud of you, too. And any, no, I'm proud of you, too. I'm proud of you guys, like, genuinely, because I love you guys. You guys are probably my two closest friends. So, like, I'm very, very proud of you guys for doing this because it's very much the right thing to do. Uh, and then you can continue with the story. Okay, so – Clyde immediately starts getting dragged out by his neck by one of the bouncers because they think that he's just hitting people. Clyde's now out of the bar. Me and my friend Alec uh, pounce on onto the undercover bouncer who flung the girl like, like a pack of hyenas, right? Me and him are each on an arm. I've got the guy in sort of like a half Nelson, like chokehold. Like, I, like he's, he's on this girl. He's not letting her go. So I'm I'm almost putting him in a cross face. Like, I am wrenching on his neck, like, trying to pull him off this girl. And he lets go of the girl. And he turns. And he faces me with his fists up like the Notre Dame logo. And at this point, again, like, like I'm a big guy. I'm a capable guy. But I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not one of the guys from Greece. No. I'm not a, a ruffian, you know? No. So, and, I, and I'm pretty drunk. So I'm just like, oh, my God, this guy swings at me and like I lose a tooth tonight or something. Like, like, oh, that'd be I'm, hilarious. Yeah. I was immediately like, where's this going to go? Is it, yeah. Well, luckily, somebody else like got involved at this point because, like I said, this man was being swarmed. 
And in that moment, the guy got distracted. LD went like combo punch on him, went bam, right in the solar plexus. Boom, one right in the ribs and then bam, one in the kidneys. And then I started getting pulled off of him by somebody. And the man just starts saying to me, yo, yo, he works here. He works here. And that's what I realized, like, there's something wrong with this story. So we all leave the bar and we start like collecting our stories together. And that's when we find out that there are two men involved. Now, LD being the comedic genius, he is immediately started running with this fact that um, Clyde, our friend, hit a, hit a stranger. He just hit him. Yeah, actually, I didn't know this part of the story until right now. Yeah, because I, I, I've told everyone. Like, like it. In classic propaganda fashion, I had to make sure that the fake story got out before the real one. People now think that our friend Clyde just walked up to a stranger at a bar and punched him in the face unprovoked. But, um, yeah, no, we find out that, like, a bouncer was the main perpetrator. We were just like, well, that man should be should be taken in a paddy wagon for a brutal assault. Like, like the guy's like, he works here, he works here. And I was just like, so? Being... Yeah. Being a bouncer at flip flops isn't. <laughs> I was wondering what bar it was. Being a bouncer at flip flops, <laughs> you above the jurisdiction of the United States. Yeah, he worked there. It's cool. He can saw whoever he wants. This is some vigilante justice, you know. And that's what mm-hmm. I gotta say. Like, I get that sometimes bouncers have to act extreme, and I get when you're dealing with a guy, like a, a big guy like myself, a bouncer doesn't have a time to find out if I'm friendly or not because I could hurt somebody. But you, when you're dealing with like a girl. You cannot go from zero to a hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely not. Oh my god, that's yeah. crazy. I, I, I know that's crazy, man. I, I didn't know. I didn't know some of this story until right now. That's crazy. Yeah, that's I started it. calling myself fuck guy. Yeah, good on you guys for um for doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's. I mean, when you told me about it, I, I it was like four in the morning. And I was I was positive I was just dreaming. I was like, oh, this is just a dream. This oh, is yeah, a- I kept calling you. I'm real good at that. And then I hit that Peter Griffin. Quick, my I'm sleeping. Yeah, I was asleep. Mm-hmm. And I woke up and then I kissed the calls. Yeah. Chris had called me as or Clyde had called me as well. No, the, the trouble. I don't know why. Me. I don't know why everybody was like, oh, I got to fight. We got to tell Nick. Oh, well, no. Well, I, that's what happened is that I was calling you immediately to tell you the false. Oh, wow. He was trying to beat me to, to the to the source, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but good on you guys, though. Good for you. Uh, but then Do I, I got a little Jersey Shore complaint for you. Yeah, I'll probably agree. Atlantic City has let the pandemic ruin Atlantic City. What do you, what do you mean exactly? Dude, it is not Atlantic City's fault. Or, I'm sorry, it's not the pandemic's fault. It is very much so Atlantic City's fault. Fuck Atlantic City. But, dude, I, I've been to casinos three times, I think, since, like, the pandemic, like, ended, ended. Like, like you know, since, like, May or whatever. Like, when, when shit's, like, really been back open up. And uh, I've been to three the casinos. I've been to a bevy of casinos. I went once on a Saturday during the day. Once on a Friday night. So, granted, both of those are pretty... Uh, bougie hours, but during the day on a Saturday in a casino in Atlantic City, normally you should have fine prices. And then I went this past week on a Wednesday night. Not not that busy, not that crowded, not that crazy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dude, they, they just open up like five tables 
to play blackjack. I know. I fucking yep. it's so annoying, go. dude. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, it, it is no. I'm literally canceling. You know me. You no, I know. I started gambling in Philly game. instead. Yeah. I started playing at the new casino in South Philly instead. What I'm table do they have for blackjack? Fifteen. Well, like, it's normal. Well, dude, so that's my extent. Is I, I don't. I don't want to. Uh, out myself as some huge cheapo. LD, LD still is out of work from a car accident, but it's like LD likes to play minimum, like a low minimum table blackjack. He likes to ride the table minimums for the first hour, get a nice buzz going. Yeah, I like to just hang out and play. Yeah, yeah, and and then and then you. I'll lose. I don't care. Exactly, dude. Like like me and my two cousins had to hunt down a fifteen dollar table. That's fucking ridiculous, Although, man. Dude, most of the places. So like we were at some of the hotel, casinos where they. Had more fifty dollar tables than twenty five. Fifty dollar tables in most places as a table minimum for a hand of them. One of them in the whole fucking casino. Yeah, it's normally considered like pretty high rollers almost. Yeah, high roller in. I, I've been playing at this place. I've been playing at the new casino in South Philly. The high roller room is a hundred, a hundred a hand. Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, and like we we like we didn't complain, but like we said to one of the dealers, because like that's what would happen is is like. There'd be nothing but empty tables, and we'd just be like, guys. I mean, like, you gotta know, and like, any it'd be empty tables and places that had a couple fifteen dollar tables. Those tables would be packed and packed. It'd be seven people at the fucking table, and it'd be people yeah, waiting to sit. Got, yeah, we had to wait an hour for for spots at a table to open up, and it's like, guys, like how? Stu- I didn't think I had to explain to the casino industry that they just need to get people in the door. You know. The Borgata used to have ten dollar tables. It was my favorite thing in the world. I don't, and that's the, that's the expensive place. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, the, that's like the bougie Atlantic City. Yeah. If you're not from the area, that's like the nice one. Dude, I was in the bad casinos, and they had twenty five dollar tables. And like I said, so I I asked one of the workers there, and she like swore to me, "Oh, that section, this section." She was like, "But pit eight, pit eight's all fifteen dollar tables." I went on a wild goose chase. I came back. I was like, man, none of it's open. None of it. They have all these just tables sitting there empty. And then all of these open tables sitting there empty. And then like three absolutely packed tables. I know. Yeah, just open up more fucking. Everybody's going to lose. The casino always wins. We're here for fun. You know what I'm saying? We're here to have fun. Like I'm I'm going to casino tonight to watch the boxing match. Yeah. We got it for free. So like with, with my, I have some friends that live down the street. So, like, we're going to go over there tonight and watch the fight. We'll bet on the fight, and we'll probably lose. Mm-hmm. So, like, like why? I, I don't get it. Like, this casino is, is making money hand over fist. Why exactly can you not have a $15 table? It's not like the house is going to lose if there's exactly. a casino. If anything, you would keep it low. So, that no matter what, I don't, I don't understand why they make it 25 everywhere. 25 is a lot for a fucking hand of blackjack. Like, I, I'm, well, I'm well that's the thing is, like, is, if people don't understand, it's like blackjack's supposed to be like a finesse game. Like, you're, you're, you you want to sit down and play. If you're playing yeah. 25, like, like, four example, hands, if you have 100 bucks, four hands, and you lose all four, which you probably are going to because it's the dealer has 17, the dealer has 19, you get a 12, and then you get a, you get a 14. You know, like, they're like, like, third hand, you get a 10. You you don't want to double and, and uh, fifty dollars. No, you know yeah, yeah, fifty dollars is a lot of fucking. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. And I don't want to. I mean, I don't know if I'm outing myself as as you know, like I, I you know, I work a couple jobs. I I, de- I have a decent amount of money, but when I go to the casino, I don't like to bring more than like two hundred fifty bucks. And that's a, that's not that's not nothing. Like that's that that's a lot. That's a decent chunk of money. Two hundred fifty bucks is not nothing to bring to the casino. Yeah, and and that's. 
I mean, when I go tonight, I'll only bring 25 because I'm really going to the sports book. Ten hands. It's the big, bad $25 table. Yeah, it's literally 10 hands. Dude, if the dealer's hot, I'm fucked. It's over. It's over. I I am no matter what. There's you can no sit down. Me. You can sit there. Like, like I I my dream scenario was a $10 table, and I get I sit down and I break a hundred dollars. I always like to break a hundred dollars and have you like get 10 hands for hundred bucks. That'd be fucking huge. That'd be awesome. With the, with the, if you break a hundred dollars, you have a 20, $25 ticket. You're getting four hands. I mean that that and four hands in blackjack is nothing. You could be you could be done in legitimately forty five seconds. Also, I don't want to I don't want to be that guy, but there was this old timer, you know, one of those one of those casino lifers that you got to like scrape off the, the floor with like a. a I, I love those types of people. It's my grandparents. They had all cerebral palsy, that sort of thing. Dude kept sitting right over my shoulder, like looking at 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 the table, waiting for a spot to open up. Nick, what do I do if I get blackjack? Um, uh, I. What do you mean? Like after you get a blackjack? What is my instant celebration at a casino? That oh, you do that, people... do that fist jab thing. No, no, the thing that makes people very uncomfortable, and I do it very often. Um, do you talk? Is it when you do that thing where you say something to the dealer? No, it's where I fling myself onto the fling floor. yourself. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. There's a couple of different. Well, now, the, now the viewers are going to think I've done this. Like, well, I do that every time. No, we, no, you do. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Blackjack. He does a bunch of different things when we play blackjack. So I like wasn't really sure. I literally turned myself into a magic carp and just flop onto the ground. Well, I did that, and I just barreled into the cerebral palsy guy because he was just perched on my shoulder like a like a. I mean, then, then again, I don't know if you should be. You should be. You know, you should be diving onto the ground for definitely for, not. For and I apologize, but but you can't be that close off. Twenty two fifty. No, I agree. Mean? Yeah, I agree. No, hundred percent. I agree. Now, what do you think? Twenty two fifty. You're getting very excited for this. For, the, for this fight tonight, what's your opinion on this celebrity boxing culture we find ourselves in? I like it. I um, it's gotten me. I, I've been like t- teaching myself. I've been taking like online boxing classes, or just like from YouTube and stuff, like boxing tutorials. Uh-huh. Dreaming of being the next Jake Paul, huh? Yeah, I, I I like it. It's a really good workout. Um, I think it's I think it's I think it's really cool. Boxing in general is cool. I like it. Um, I like it. I I, I enjoy watching boxing. Uh, the one thing about boxing was there was not many names that you recognize. And I think that with uh, all these, I guess, celebrities or pseudo celebrities, boxing, you get like that name recognition. Like there's no like Mike Tyson anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like there's nobody like most of the guys that get asses in the seats are MMA. Mm-hmm. So like I kind of like watching these guys fight. Jake Paul is also a pretty legit fighter. I like he's he's a he's a real boxer. Like I, I'm not I'm not done. Like I'm done pretending he's not a real boxer. Well, which of the Pauls is is like the more real boxer? Jake. He's boxing tonight. If you're if you're listening, it's Sunday night. Jake is Jake Paul. Right now at this current moment, Jake Paul is going to box Tyron Woodley. I think yeah. they're at 180 so, so Jake's better than Logan. Oh, by a lot, yeah. But Logan, then why was Logan the one who fought? Logan's lighter, I think. Logan's that can't be true. He's, he's yeah. bigger. I think I, I I think Logan might have a bigger audience, mm-hmm. and that's why he did the Mayweather fight. You think he's what? I think he's got a bigger audience. Yeah, that could he be also good. is a little bit more. He's a lot more brand friendly. Jake Paul has some uh, sexual assault allegations and stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. 
Yeah, he's got some. He's a he's a bad guy. Everybody knows that he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, which I, is the one with the suicide forest? That's Logan. And, he's and actually, that, I, and, you, and you support him. No, what I'm going to say about Logan Paul is he has great PR people around him, and I think I think that he's grown up since then. I, I will give him that. I don't really. I'm not, I'm not some stan or anything. I don't fucking know anything about the Paul brothers really. I do like watching Jake boxers. I think he's a pretty legit boxer, but. Um, would you agree that the worst part of that suicide forest video was him wearing that hat that was like the aliens from Toy Story? Yeah, that yeah. That video funny. in general aged like milk. Dude, that video is just funny because like the thumbnail was literally him like doing one of those exaggerated YouTube acting yeah, thumbnails, yeah. With, like a, a hand up to his mouth, being like oh, gasp, like suicide forest, and there was like a man dying in the background. Yeah, that shit was crazy. I'm not one of those, you know, video games that are blamed for gun violence, guys. But, like, I do definitely believe, like, we have been desensitized a bit to death from, like, watching it in movies and TV where it's like, that is someone's life force leaving their body. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's it's absolutely insane. All right, Nick. Why don't we, why don't we begin to wrap our, our show up here? Why, why don't you get me with this week's Facebook uh Facebook story because I, I I gotta I gotta like eat a eat a carrot and fall asleep or something man I'm on your you've never eaten a carrot as long as I've known you I never have and I never will but uh, that's good brain food so it's something people say you know um I gotta eat something actually before I go out to this casino all right so this is actually from our hometown mm-hmm. um South Jersey um yesterday evening I attended a children's birthday party at at a park. Uh, at a, it's a, a local park near us. Mm-hmm. The park? The park, yeah. The, the, okay. the big one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where we go sledding. Yeah. Um, the host of the party paid the township to rent the pavilion. You know the pavilion area? Like, like where yeah. the seats are? Yeah. The host of the party paid the township to rent the pavilion. There were others in the, in the pavilion eating and picnicking and were told the pavilion had been rented. Either they either they either left or asked if they could utilize one table which was not a problem at all. Another group of people refused to leave and continued to ask to see the rental agreement before they would go away. They delayed the party for so long that the host was forced to go home and get the rental agreement, and only then did the people leave. The party finally got going as the rain began, which ended the party early. These people were ranting and raving about, quote, it's my right to sit at this public park. Obviously, don't understand how a rental works. The township needs to needs to post that the pavilions are reserved when they are, and keep up park personnel around for these types of issues. They were so ignorant that it ruined a child's birthday party. We almost had to bother the police with this BS. Hundred eighty nine likes, eighty one comments. Hey, there is no park personnel. This isn't Yellowstone. We don't have park, yeah, we don't have, we don't have park personnel here. That's like park personnel. It's open. So, she said, she said, we almost had to involve the police with this issue. The police are the park park personnel. Yeah. I've seen police in that park before. That's it. Yeah, police are always in that park. Yeah. There's no, there's no park rangers. Yeah. Secondly, I want to say this. A, if you've got a pavilion, how does the rain ruin that? Isn't the whole point of the pavilion that that there's a there's a top? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I thought the same thing. It was like, yeah, it's raining, but you rented the fucking pavilion for a reason. There's no, you're not going to be rain on you. And I'll say this: obviously, the people like 
like the people who I mean, I don't know, like this woman who posted this sounds very entitled. Obviously, the other people are lunatics, but I really, really respect them being like, you got to get in your car, go home, Uh get the rental agreement and come back. Because here's the thing, like, that's one of those things, like, once that person gets in their car and leaves, you kind of got to be like, well, they're going to get the rental. What are they going to show back up with? That's such a power move. Yeah, dude, that had to be like, like. You know how there's like just those people who do not like admitting when they're wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like some people, even when they're cornered, like the facts are against them, they just will not budge. I I need to see the footage of when they showed up with that park rental agreement. I need to see if that person was like looks out of date to me. Oh uh, yeah, like just, just have rolling with it. Yeah, yeah. They you once you've made somebody leave their children's birthday party to go fetch a park rental agreement. You've got it, like, like you, you, you got to go down with the ship at that point. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, they even said like you can have one table. I don't get yeah, it. You know, the, the people with, that had the thing, the people that had the thing definitely are in the right. It's just yeah. like, I really respect that person. Make it, not respect them. I mean, it would drive me insane. That person's obviously like deranged, a lunatic. But like, the idea of them being like, nope, go get me that rental agreement. I ride for that. Me too. It's very, um, it's very like person thinks that they're doing something like they're recording this, like they're recording it, like get the rental agreement, get the right, you know, like those people who record the cops. Oh yeah. You know, like it, it oozes that energy. Mm-hmm. Not like the people who record the cops because it's the right thing to do, but oh, because, yeah, because they want to get retweets. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, sir, sir, can I have your badge number, sir? It reminds me of that. Can I see the rental agreement, sir? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it makes me think of. That is funny. Yeah. Right, me, before we head out here, give me your official prediction, Paul Woodley. Who's going to win? I've been back and forth all day. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to bet. I'm not going to bet anything but the over on rounds. So whatever the over on rounds is, I'm going to bet on that. I think it's going to go longer because I you think. Don't even over, what if it's over eight rounds? No, I think it's, I think the over is two and a half or three and a half. Um, it's it's not it's not like the it's not so these fights aren't like they're not like you know when it's like Danny Garcia boxing you know like it's not like that anymore. I like how Jake Paul is like this slow progression he's made into more and more like didn't he fight Nate Robinson last he did he did he boxed a YouTuber Nate Robinson and Ben Askren who's Ben Askren at Ben Askren was a UFC guy was that the guy that everybody was happy for because he just like made m- secured the bag. Yeah, I think he took a dive on that. All right. I, I think they're keeping the Jake Paul circus running. The only thing that is weird to me is that this fight's on Showtime now. Like Showtime is investing in Jake Paul. So like I think Jake I think Jake Paul wins. I think that everyone is I think but I also I, I think it the va- the line absolutely screams Jake Paul. He's mm-hmm. minus 200. So like he's minus 200 and Tyron Woodley is plus 160. So everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, I can get a guy who's, who used to be the welterweight champ in the UFC against a guy who was on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so – it's such, like, one of those things where it's, like, you're just going to grab – you're going to take the odds. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm excited to see what the crowd thinks of, like, you know, like a crowd of people at a casino watching the fight. I'm very curious to what they think. I don't know. I really like Tyron Woodley. I really like him. He's awesome. I really liked him when he was in the UFC, too. All right. Well, folks, you heard it there first, so – 
We will be checking back in with you guys Wednesday this week. We'll be getting our wrestling podcast episode back off the ground after a two-week hiatus due to due to some busyness and all these lifestyles. So thank you guys for lending me your ears uh, this Sunday night, Monday, whenever you're listening to this. I'm sorry for my low energy, low fuel demeanor, my my lack, that that little zest, that special LD, that I normally have. It's a little lacking this time around, but you know. Pretty action-packed episode. We had a lot for you. We got it out there quick, so so I hope you guys appreciate it. All right, take it easy, guys.